If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. It's Kev Lewin's decent to sandbox. What's up, since the sandbox fans? I'm back. <laughs> Lou's back. Still haven't won a week of fantasy football. Since uh, he was here. Since I was back. Uh, I took one out of pure luck, but that was about it. So we're going to come to you guys with our fantasy rankings. I'm going to kick it off with the quarterbacks. And I I think the quarterbacks out of any group have the best matchups this week. I think the running backs have some tough ones. Wide yeah. receivers have some tough ones. But at 10, I have Kirk Cousins versus Detroit. I mean, Kirk Cousins is doing his thing. They have a good offense. Stalvin Cook is hurt, but I think Madison will fill it in pretty nicely, mm-hmm. especially versus Detroit. Nine, I have Wentz at Houston. Again, I don't think Wentz is some like fa- great fantasy option, but... If he's streaming and your QB's on a bye, how do you not pick him up versus Houston? Absolutely. Eight, Russ versus San Francisco. Russ doesn't look good, but San Francisco's been giving off a ton of passing yards this year, so just keeping the faith in Russ. Yeah. That's a it, really it's kind of hard not to, but I am really surprised. And part of it wants me to say, like, oh, like he's not healthy. But then again, like, he missed, like, what, four or five weeks with, yeah. with just a finger injury? So. I mean, I'm sure that, I'm sure there's definitely some readjustment to be made, but definitely a weird spot for Seattle. I wasn't expecting to see them here. And you know the funny thing about it is, like, everyone's, like, writing them off completely. Like, I feel like Seattle's officially, like, a bad team. Yeah, they kind of... I, I, like, I, I don't want to say that they are, but, like, they kind of They're not a are. good team. Yeah. <laughs> They're not a good team, bro. Because um, it's like, damn, are, like, teams like the 49ers and the Vikings, like, really better than you? Probably. Yeah. Like, probably at this point. I, I would agree on that. At seven, I have Herbert versus Cincinnati. I like Herbert a lot. It's just they get started so late. Yeah, they do. I feel like he gives you 90 yards. That's it, period, the first half. Then he's going to give you 200 and two touchdowns <laughs> yeah. in the second with a pick. <laughs> so, I like him. I think he's good. I just don't think the team's great. Growing pains. Yeah, exactly. And then on the other side, I have Burrow at six. I okay. think he's doing his thing. Mixon is so good this year. Like it he is. finally showed up. Like this is like about <laughs> time. For real. Next, all we need is um, what's it called on Seattle? Chris Carson to play a full <laughs> healthy season, and we good have luck. two miracles. Good luck. All right, starting it off at ten, Lou. If there's one way the Colts consistently win against Houston, it's passing the ball. And if Ty is healthy for the game, Facts. he'll catch a touchdown. I don't know if he will be, but I do expect Carson Wentz to have a good game. Expect Pittman to get back involved um, heavily, have Carson Wentz here at 10. At 9, I do have Burrow. Um, I think this game between Burrow and Herbert is going to be a very good game. And I think it's going to be interesting, these two guys uh, going against each other, being compared against each other mm-hmm. probably throughout um, the rest of their respective careers. I do think that Herbert has a little bit of the better matchup, even though that Cincy defense played really well last week. But I do think Burrow probably has a little bit more potential over Herbert if I had to um, do some trade-offs there between the two. Um, at 7, I have Kyla Murray. This is more of a, a leap of faith, thinking that he's going to be healthy. What a, what more of a perfect matchup to come back to Chicago, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I expect him and D-Hop to come back together. I do have them both in my fantasy rankings this week. At 6, Kev, where's Joshy Allen, buddy? <laughs> I have Josh Allen here at six. Look like he's seen a ghost over the past couple of weeks. And you'll be at this game versus New England on Monday night. And just know I'll be screaming at the TV hoping that you lose on Monday. <laughs> yeah, literally. He didn't even make my list. He's so poo Wow. Just playing the Pats, I can't. I yeah. can't. That's that's the best defense on the planet right now. And it I is. can't. I can't. 
The Colts wiped him. Um, <laughs> five, even though he had probably the worst week I've ever seen from a quarterback that's good, Lamar Jackson. I mean, like, yeah. what the hell happened last night? Don't know. Four picks. Like, they are so lucky. I love Anthony. I love Ty. But thank God that defense is good. Hey, and I was saying this to um Anthony Holman, good friend of the show this morning at Eastie, and it was just like, for every bad interception Lamar had, the Browns just came out and had like a worse play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It really was like a botch play action or like just like Baker was just getting swarmed. Yeah. It just, it, that's pathetic, man. Yeah. I, I, I can't believe it. Good for them though. No, yeah. They, they can win like that. No, last absolutely. week, last week by the skin of their teeth first, the Bears with Hunt, Huntley, yeah, Hunter, Hunt, whatever his yeah, name Huntley. is. God, man. Legit. Lucky bastards. Four, I have Stafford versus the Jaguars. That's. They need to get their groove back, and I don't see a better team to do it against than a team with a rookie QB. Have you seen the reports about Stafford recently? He's hurt. Really banged up. And I don't. I don't. Dis- like I don't disagree with it. it. Yeah, I believe it. It's just like how long till like the banged up thing goes away. Like, like I'm not gonna throw this into like a like a cold scenario, spiffly, but like Wentz broke his foot at the beginning of the season. And he's not banged up. And he's been getting hit. Like he's dude, you see him move yesterday? Yeah, no. He was he was lightning out there. Yeah, that's what I'm no, I, I hear that. I'm what I wanted to get to with that is do you think that maybe, you know, the Rams could have been like a little hesitant, like, oh man, like if we knew Stafford wasn't this healthy, like we shouldn't have made like the trade. Because yeah. like I'm assuming a lot of what Stafford's going through with the arm, elbow, and back is a lot of the lingering things that yeah, he probably exactly. carried over from Detroit. I, I It's just tough. I think it looks bad now because it's like you really gave up your whole franchise. See, and, and Goff hasn't played much. Like Goff hasn't played even bad. He just doesn't Lions. have like any anything. Like he's throwing to Khalif Raymond. He's literally <laughs> Matt Stafford now. <laughs> to continue, I have Brady versus Atlanta at three. I think he'll bounce back swiftly. He's old. Ooh. Swiftly. Two I have Hurts versus the, the Jets. I mean, looked awful the last two weeks, but he, he is just so good at running the football and, and mm-hmm. making people miss. I think that versus the Jets, they don't have to leave the area, the tri-state yeah. <laughs> area, so there's no travel involved. And then one I have Mahomes versus Denver. I just I think the Denver defense is a little overrated, and I think Mahomes and, and the Chiefs own them. So. Yeah, I, Lua, I, I like, the, like the top five. We have... All the same names, just in a little bit of different order. Here at five, I do have Brady, and Brady hasn't played great the past couple of weeks. If there's any time he's going to play great, it's versus Atlanta. I I do think that it was nice for Atlanta. Cordero Patterson was back healthy, but don't know how much that's going to matter versus the Bucks. Four, I do have Lamar. Yeah, it really was you know a bad game, but yet again, Lamar's floor is just so high and. You know, his rushing ability was able to save him. And getting 10 points off of a game where you had four interceptions, I mean, that's that's pretty decent, I must say. Three, Stafford versus Jacksonville. Look, this cannot be a trap game for the Rams. They can't, can't afford be. it. They literally cannot afford it. They've lost, what, three straight games since getting Von Miller and Odell. And that has nothing to do with their acquisitions whatsoever. But it does have to do with sacrificing the future of the franchise for more um, picks or more money and things like that. And just really hard to justify if there's any result other than a Super Bowl for Sean McVay and the Rams. Two, I do have Jalen Hurts. I thought for sure if there was any 
team that would have beat the Giants. It would have been the Eagles last week. So I was very impressed to see that the Giants got that win. But Lou, just like you said, I do have Mahomes here at one. And I do feel like the Broncos are like his his little brother. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? He just always beats up on them. Um, and to go along with it, expect a huge week for Travis Kelsey. And it's funny because the last time they even were close in a game versus uh, Denver was when Mahomes banged up his knee last year. Oh, wow. We were here for that. Wow. Remember when, he, remember when he dove in the well, end zone yeah, and his yeah. knee dislocated? Yeah. That was the last time those games were competitive. That seems like forever ago. I know. It seems like they. Oh, it seems like three seasons ago. <laughs> but anyways, to start off with the, I want to go running backs? Yeah. All right, cool. So at 15, I have the man, the myth, the legend, Saquon Barkley. Wow. I think he's getting healthier. The Giants are getting healthier. And I think they'll just keep improving. I, I really do. I think the, the game versus the Bucks was just... You played the box. What Garth, are you going to do? Jason Garrett. Yeah, I mean, come on. He's mush. 14, I have uh, Damian Harris. I think the Pats' run game is great. I-, I think Ramondre Stevenson takes away a little from him, but Harris is still the bell cow, and Ramondre Stevenson, I, I don't trust him. Mm-hmm. 13, I have Elijah Mitchell. Uh, San Francisco runs the football consistently. They haven't given away a ton of turnovers this year. And Elijah Mitchell is the guy this year. Yeah. Every year, San Francisco has one guy that comes off the bench and plays well. It's and now it's him. Yeah. <laughs> is Moster coming back? No. Okay, I was going to say, he he is just a disappointment beyond all belief. At 12, I have Fournette. I don't think he'll be as good as he was versus the Colts. I mean, he was great at the goal line. He caught a ton of passes, man. He, he played his ass off that game. And 11, I have Antonio Gibson. Uh, Antonio Gibson, I think he's great both catching the football, running it. Washington's kind of got their groove back, I guess. They're, like, competitive now. Like, they they have a stake in the division, and now that now the NFC East is kind of competitive. Yeah. We'll it is. See. I mean, <laughs> I don't think Dallas is that much better than anyone in that division. And if there's any game for Washington to get a win, it's versus Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow night. Absolutely. Or tonight, actually. Ten, I have James Robinson. Uh, I, I know they're playing the Rams and all, but again, he did this last season. Gets a ton of volume, and then he catches a ton of passes. And, and I, I don't think the Rams' defense is, is all that great right now. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think he'll do his thing. Nine, I have Miles Sanders versus the Jets. He, he's played well since coming back. No big games yet. He gets the opportunity. You know? Yeah, that's what it, it just they give the goal line to Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah. <laughs> but when Miles Sanders is out, Kenneth Gainwell doesn't play. Crazy. It's like their repair. Yeah. And then at eight, I have Zeke. Uh, the Cowboys this week, I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. I don't know what to do with the Cowboys, so I have Zeke and eight. I have to fully admit that because they beat teams you don't think they'll beat, and then they lose to teams they should beat. So yeah. get them out of my sight. No, me and Kev were actually having a, a long conversation about the Cowboys, and I just I don't think that they're everything they're cracked up to be. And this is another Thursday. This is another week, another Thursday night game for the Cowboys, and there's more um, adversity to overcome now. As of right now, they're without Mike McCarthy because of COVID. And if he's the only person in the building that was affected by COVID, like he's probably not going to be like the last. You know what I'm no, saying? No, definitely so, not. There's some, uh, at least another coach who's been in the room with him well. If not a coach, like probably some key players. I mean, you have to talk about meetings and it probably sucks because McCarthy probably got it from one of his family members on Thanksgiving. Probably. <laughs> probably well, oh, from... they played a game on Thanksgiving, so he wasn't even with his family. They were eating the same turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. But we're going to get things started 
with the running backs. And at 15, a surprise guy that I streamed last week and it paid off. Uh, shout out Kev. Don't give Kev a lot of shout outs on the show for positive things. Matt Breida. Um, so I wow. have Matt Breida taking over that backfield the second half of the season. Zach Moss, a healthy scratch. At 14, didn't love putting this guy in. I did it because the matchup it, it is solid going into next week, and that's Antonio Gibson yeah. uh, there at 14. At 13, another person I don't usually have in, CEH versus Denver. Don't really like his opportunities. Don't think he'll get too much versus Denver, but I think that they'll be able to pass the ball effectively, meaning Kansas City. So hopefully some check downs to CEH. There's going to be a lot of like garbage time for him. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's, I, I feel like you called it from the beginning. He is such a... He's good. It's just like, what does he do? Special? He's a scrap back. That's yeah, what that's is. what it is. Really, he's like a like a knockoff Lashawn McCoy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean knockoff to for, that's what to I mean, say like, the least. Like legit, but yeah, no, the hand me down brain. <laughs> the like the Lashawn McCoy like after 2013 Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, like him on the box now. <laughs> like that. It just I don't know, man. I like the kid. Like he seems like he he. he can provide value, but it's just on a team with Mahomes, unless they get Kareem Hunt back, I don't see their no. running backs being too yeah. successful at any time. Def not. 12, I have Saquon. Couldn't have him too high. 11, I have Javante Williams at Kansas City. 10, I have Devontae Freeman. He just kind of looks like he's the, the back that's getting the, more, the bulk of the opportunities yeah, for is. the Ravens. And yeah, Devontae Freeman's probably a little bit past his prime, but... If you're looking for a back that's solid, I mean, he's as solid as it gets, especially when it comes down to opportunity. Nine, I have David Montgomery. I think if the Bears are going to be any sort of solid or put up any sort of points, it has to be through him. And eight, I have James Conner. I actually think James Conner gets right, bounces back a little bit, has a uh, good day. Yeah, I do. James Conner is like with with Kyla Murray there is like a good goal line running back. Like, nah, absolutely. He, what does he have? The third most touchdowns in the league, yeah, in the football, something like that. He is. He's been very good, and I honestly hope Kyla plays just so I can get D Hop back in. There. Like they, <laughs> they're nine and three, and he hasn't played in what three weeks? Yeah, that makes me sick. All right, so at seven, I have Cordero Patterson. He he does like everything. Talk about like a, a comeback player of the career. Mm-hmm. Like, really, like he's having his best season ever, and, and he's the only reason Atlanta's offense is viable. Lou, what me and Kev were also talking about when it came to him was, isn't it so crazy how many teams he, that he's been on and this has never developed? I feel like that's more on like the team thing rather yeah. than like him personally. And Kev, the, the first thing that was brought up after that was like New England, and I think he was still probably used in a positive matter. Like, with New England, it was just you know, not really, like, the right time for New England, you know? Yeah, and it, it's not even that's not even a system where, like, he could thrive. Like, at least with Atlanta, it's a lot of, like, option, and they do throw it out wide a lot, and they do run the football heavy. Yeah. I just feel like with the Pats, especially when he was there, because I think he was there, like, what, like, at the end of Brady? Yeah. So it was like their offense was pop anyway. Yeah, like, They really were getting was. beat by the Titans in the playoffs. <laughs> At six, I have Daryl Henderson. I, I like the Rams versus the Jags. I, I'll take everybody. Yeah. Give me every Rams <laughs> player there is, I'll take him. Five, I have DeAndre Swift. He's been so good this season. I mean, he he's probably the most underrated running back in the league right now. No, Just because sure. they suck. No, they, <laughs> That's it. They're, like, legit that bad. And, like, the fact that he's kind of, like, 
been their bell cow throughout. I mean, that definitely shows. I thought Jamal Williams was going to have more of a role than he has had, so I'm sure um, that's because people are happy with the way that Swift is playing. Yeah, absolutely. I hope they. I heard they're going to put him on a pitch count because, like, they know the season's washed, which I kind of like because they should just shut him down. Though, yeah, if you're in a keeper league, dude, he's someone I wouldn't let go of. No, definitely not, and that would suck in fantasy formats and things like that, but. The Lions, I'm pretty sure that they're like another loss or two away from locking themselves in for the first pick. So it's just like, why damage your goods? Yeah, exactly. When that's the only good you have. <laughs> so at four, it's true. Four, I have Najee Harris. Uh, three, I have Ekla. He's been fantastic. Two, I have Mixon. If one, I have JT. I again, it, he'll be catching a lot of passes this week. Oh, for sure. At seven, I have Eli Mitchell. Though I, I do think that yeah, you had so him a little good. bit low. But, they have a good matchup, too. No, that's what I mean. I, I think he's going to get fed at six. I have Fournette. I also think he's going to get fed. I mean, seeing the way he kind of emerged a little bit, I think it would be nice and smart of the Bucks to kind of ride that that side of the ball um, as much and as long as they could, especially like where you have Rojo, too. You should be running the ball 25, 30 times a game, regardless of how that gets split up. Five, I have Najee versus Baltimore. Uh, he was a little quiet this week. I expect him to get right. Four, I have Eckler. I mean, it's kind of hard to keep Eckler out of the top five at this point. Dude's balling. Three, I have Mixon. Lou, you said it perfectly. Mixon's finally um, playing the type of ball that we would expect. I do think like his draft value will probably stay the same going into next year. Is what borderline two, three. But we were also talking on the show last week. Guys like McCaffrey, guys like Saquon, they're gonna fall tremendously in drafts yeah. because of injury. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Kamara is a little bit more of like a back end. Um, one guy rather than, you know, a top five. Because mm-hmm. you're going to see guys like JT um, get up there. Like, I don't think Swift's a first-round pick, but he's probably back-end one. Like high On a good two, team, like, he's a first-round pick. Yeah. Like, on any other team, like, put it this way, if he was on the Packers instead... He's a he's a top ten pick. Nah, absolutely. I, I don't I don't disagree by any means. They just suck. <laughs> <laughs> Two, I do have Daryl Henderson. If Matt I love him this week. if Matt Stafford is as banged up as he is, the Rams should consider getting him some rest if they can afford it because they can't win games even with him. But ride Daryl Henderson if you need to. Get another back just to put some miles or, or, or some tread on, on his tires and keep Henderson healthy. But one, it has to be Jonathan Taylor. And I actually think he's going to be dynamic catching the ball out of the backfield. At least four catches for JT this week. Yeah, it should be huge. They they own Houston, even when Watson plays. So it, yeah. if they lose this week, I'm officially done. <laughs> I'll officially hang, hang myself by my underwear. <laughs> All right, so this week, wide receivers were tough this week. I have a couple of pairs in here this week. At 15, I have Keenan Allen. Uh, he's been a little inconsistent, but he's still obviously the go-to guy. I just think since his defense is good, and, and you never know. 14, I have Devontae Smith. I, I think that the Eagles just need to stay consistent. When they throw the football, it goes to him and Dallas Goddard. Yeah. So there's no one else that's going to get it from him. 13, I have Brandon Cooks versus the Colts. He is so good, dude. He, he again, is another guy that is only not talked about because they suck so bad. And he plays, he kills the Colts every time they play. And he plays well versus everybody. And he's consistent. 12, I have Tyler Lockett. 11, I have Adam Thielen. 10, I have Michael Pittman. 9, <clears throat> Terry Berry McLaurin. <clears throat> and then 8, sorry, Kev, I have Stephon Diggs at 8 this week. First the Pats. I don't like it. Terry Berry Lou, I like it. <laughs> He's good too, dude. If they were like good, good, oh man, the credit he would get. 
All right, receivers at 15. I don't know Debo's injury status. I'm going to assume that Debo plays probably a little bit banged up, so I have him here at 15. I saw that he's going to miss a little time, but like like a week. Okay. Suppose they said he missed a gigantic, like catastrophic injury, so that is Good. fucking great. Yeah, and he's he, a monster. And he's been hot, and honestly, regardless... Brandon Ayuk, over the past two weeks where they've used Debo as a running back, has kind of been their wide receiver one. Now, no, he's not a fantasy wide receiver one. Good flex. Um, but, yeah, he's he's definitely a lot better than he was early yeah, in the season. He screwed us. Legit. We were riding a diet with Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> as soon as we hopped off, he came back. <laughs> At 14, I have Hollywood Brown. It's nice to see him be very effective. We were expecting this for a long time, especially where he was a first-round pick. For the Colts... At 13, for the Colts at 13, I do have Pittman. Lou, I talked about how Wentz is going to eat the Texans up through the year. Mm -hmm. Um, I expect Pittman to have a big week. He's been a little slow the past couple of weeks, um, so I definitely expect that to get right. Colin D-Hop is back. Lou needs D-Hop back for his Mm -hmm. fantasy team. I'm sure there's a lot of you that need D-Hop back. D-Hop and Kyler going to beat Chicago. Sorry, Anthony Holman. I don't know why you're apologizing to to Kev for having digs at eight. I got him here at eleven. I don't blame you. <laughs> and honestly, he's gonna have a real rough week. So is Kev going to that Monday night game. Yeah. Shout out to all our guys going to see the Pats and the Bills play in the Mafia. Go Pats. <laughs> at ten, I have Jamar Chase. Didn't love putting him here. Didn't love the wide receiver matchups like you were talking about this week, Lou. Yeah. Nine, I have Keenan Allen. It's weird. It, like I, I want to say that that he's still the guy to have faith in, but like I, I feel like at this point in time in his career, Mike Williams might have a little bit of a higher upside. At eight, Adam Dewan at Detroit. I think both of these receivers for the Vikings are going to go off. And let's hear the rest of your rankings, Lou. Seven. I have Jamar Chase. I like him versus the Chargers. He has slowed down dramatically, but it, he, he's still a number one for that team. So for sure. They just have so many options. I like T. Higgins still, and I no, still really too. like Tyler Boyd. No, absolutely. He still comes through when he's needed. <laughs> At six, I have Mike Evans. Five, I have Chris Godwin. Four, I had DK Metcalf. I'm going to have to scratch my three because it was Debo, assuming he doesn't play. So I had DK, then Debo, then Justin Jefferson, then Cooper Cup at one. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I DK, I hope he gets back. I don't even have him in any leagues. It's just the Seahawks are better when, when he DK plays is good. Well. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't have um, DK in my rankings either. There were actually a lot of big-name guys that left off my rankings. All of the Cowboys are clearly off my rankings because I don't do those days, with the exception of last week because it was Thanksgiving. At 7, Terry McLaurin. I think he's going to. You know, be as good as he possibly can be with the Washington football yeah. team. You know, as long as he gets the ball, he'll catch it, make those contested catches. At six, Deontay Johnson, one of the more slept-on players this season because his team has been goop up. Deontay Johnson is a slept-on star. At five, debut, of course, versus the Giants. Jalen Waddle, he's been going yep. off. I think he's going to be good in... I think if you know if Waddle continues to play the way he is, there will be a real debate as to who was the better rookie wide receiver. Yeah, um, between definitely. him and Chase, just kind of crazy to see you know the sample size that Chase is getting with Burrow and, and how Waddle is being so successful with just Tua. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting. Four, I have Mike Evans. He's gonna eat. Three, Tyreek Hill. He's gonna eat. Two, I got JJ. He's gonna eat. And Cooper Cup, you already know, is gonna eat. 
Lou, why don't you sell us off with the tight ends? Tight ends. This week, I have Dallas Goddard at five, Darren Waller at four, Kyle Pitts at three. I think versus Tampa Bay, someone's going to get the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so, and J- if Jack Doyle's going to put up a touchdown in like 30 yards on them, Kyle Pitts has to. Of like, course. Oh, Jack Doyle. <laughs> Uh, two, I have Travis Kelsey, and one, I have Gronk. He is a machine. Dude. He is. He, he really is, is a legit machine. But even how good he's playing, you were still right about your bold prediction in the beginning of the year. He wasn't going to play. No. <laughs> he was not. All right, tight ends. I have Waller at five. He's lucky he's at five, honestly. Yeah. I have Fryamuth at four. He's I like been, him. He's been really good. In a it, rookie. That's what I'm saying. It, it's it's surprising he's a rookie, and I will say it's sad that this is most likely Big Ben's last year as a Steeler quarterback because I would say Frymouth would be a good option to have next year, but I have no idea who their quarterback is going to be. Um, I know Big Ben likes throwing to the tight ends too. Three, I have Kittle. Two, I have Andrews. And one, I have Kelsey. Kelsey is going to ball against the, the Broncos. He but usually does. Lou, that catch Andrews made yesterday. Was absolutely crazy yeah. on Sunday Night Football. That one hand grab. Um, gonna run through the kickers really quickly. I have Carlson at five, Gay at four, Bass at three, Tucker at two, and Bucker at one. I have. Uh, we're going all Colts this week. We got Badgley <laughs> at five. I got uh, McPherson from Cincinnati at four. Whoop, whoop. I get Nick Folk from the Pats at three. Uh, oh, Bucker at two, Tucker at one. Yeah, Nick Folk like from like thirty and closer is just automatic. Yeah, no, he really is, and it's. Surprising to see the Pats have their kicking game all figured out because that wasn't the case um, a couple of years ago when they were playing patchwork w- with their kicker. Dude, bad. <laughs> Defenses at five, I have Arizona. At four, I have the Giants. This is the time of year the Giants defense always steps up. Three, I have Tampa Bay. Two, get loud for the shoot. Mm-hmm. And one, I get the Rams. So I have the Rams, Arizona, Tampa Bay, Miami, and New England. Nice. Guys, that is going to wrap things up for our Week 13 Fantasy Rankings. We are kicking things off for our community toy drives. So go to the store, go to Target. I know you guys all shop at Target or Amazon. Add an extra $20 onto your, onto your tab, onto your total. Make a difference. Give a gift to somebody that you do not know, and it will definitely make you feel better this holiday season. Make sure to leave us the five-star review and tune into the rest of our content. We'll see you guys later. And just so everyone knows, Nick Folk was drafted in the second round by the Jets. Woo! Imagine that. He's a second round pick.